Hi there. You are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your brand, business, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, lawyer, course creator, and author, I understand what it takes to strive for the next level. Through 20 years of having several businesses, making a ton of mistakes, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce, tips, and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Being Unstoppable. I'm so glad that you are here. My name is Carolee Fontanelli, and it is a pleasure to be in your earbuds today. I hope no matter where you are tuning in from, that you are looking forward to the next nearly eight weeks or a little bit longer until we actually finish the year. 2020 will be done. Can you believe that? And what a year it has been. And I think for most people, it has been a year of learning, of challenges, of pivoting, of creating, and really having to think outside the box. Otherwise, this year really would have stopped us. And on my podcast, we talk all about how to become unstoppable. And 2020 really has thrown in a lot of curveballs for many of us. And it's not necessarily easy overcoming the challenges. But I'm so glad that you are tuning in and trying to find all the resources that you can to keep on going and to be the most unstoppable person that you can be. So before I get stuck into today's episode, I thought I would share with you what I have been up to. So apart from going to Hayman Island last week, which was incredible, and I know for people who are tuning in who are not able to move around their state or their country, it must be so hard in times during COVID. But in Queensland, we have our borders shut and we are allowed to move around the state because we are essentially pretty much COVID-free, which is so wonderful. But of course, all of us appreciate at any moment things could change. So we took the opportunity for my birthday to go on a holiday to Hayman Island, which is in Queensland. And oh my goodness, if you follow me on Instagram, you will see the holiday that we had. We had cockatoos visiting our room and making a mess, stealing the sugar. (laughs) We had beautiful buffet breakfasts while there were turtles floating by. And it was just a beautiful week where I got to recharge. And I really didn't do a lot of work, which was amazing. But the week before that, I actually launched to some founding members, an exclusive few my Scalable Business Society program, which I'm so excited and thrilled about. You know, when you are in alignment with something, which I talk about a lot on here, it feels good and everything flows so easily. That's what my Scalable Business Society is all about for me. It is like really my secret magic power. And I love sharing how to be able to scale your business so that you can be unstoppable and create your very best life. Because when you have a business that is uplifting you and supporting you financially well, and you're able to scale it so that you don't have to work in it all the time, 
then you're able to be unstoppable. You can then start creating other things that you love. You can spend time with your family. You can go on long holidays. You can you have choices and you can do whatever you want. And so that's why I love sharing exactly how to scale your business so that you can be unstoppable. So in the Scalable Business Society, we are doing a whole lot of things, including and all the core content, it's all around creating that brand and how to get yourself out there, how to collect the right data so you know what to do with your marketing, how to automate your business so that you don't have to do all the work yourself, which is so important because your time is precious. I don't want you bogged down in, in having to do all of the work in your business. So we need to automate it. Um, And, you know, creating an unstoppable personal brand that really supports you and your business. So we do all of this and we also meet in person on Zoom. Well, in person, is that in person? (laughs) You know what I mean, online, but it's me, live meetings. We meet twice a month. And in those meetings, one of those meetings is a masterclass. So this week I taught them how to leverage their content so they can spend one hour a week on content, yet be seen everywhere, be heard everywhere, and really be starting to scale their business and attract the right client. So anyway, that's enough about the Scalable Business Society, but I'm sharing it with you because the doors are going to be opening really soon again, and I would love to have you on board. If you want to scale your business and you want to become unstoppable in your pursuit for um, freedom in your business, attracting the right clients, and really creating a business that you really love and supports your lifestyle, then this is for you. So Anyway, without further ado, let's read out one of my lovely listeners all the way from New York. Thank you, Esty, so much for this review. Esty writes, thank you so much, Carolee, for your honesty, positivity, and motivational mindset. Every time I log in to listen to your podcast, I hear something that I really needed to hear that day. Hashtag stay in my own lane. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, it was all around staying in your own lane and not getting distracted by all of the things that um, just tend to distract us and derail us. So thank you so much for that review. If you would love to leave me a review, that would be amazing. All you have to do is get inside your iTunes, scroll down, and you'll see where to leave a review. And I really do appreciate it. It is wonderful. So this week on the podcast, I'm talking about the seven things that you must do in order to scale your business so that you can create an unstoppable business. So let's get stuck right into it. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because we do hear a lot about scaling and what that, you know, we hear these words, scaling your business. But what does that really look like? Because when you are in business, particularly when you've just started out on your own, you can feel really bogged down in the everyday stuff. And the reality is, is that you're wearing many, many hats. You are the finance person in your business. You're the marketing person in your business. You're the CEO of your business. You are often the person doing all of the work servicing the clients. So how do you actually scale when you're doing so much 
and you feel like you're really trapped in that business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I've really thought about what I've done in my business in order to scale it. And these are the things that I really think have helped me. So the first one is having a vision for your business. And that vision incorporates being a leader. So the leader of your business, as the leader of your business, you need to have this vision. If you don't have a vision, you don't actually know where you're taking this business and you're going to flip-flop around and you're going to stay flip-flopping around. You need to have that compass of where you are heading. And as the leader in your business, it's up to you to actually map out that vision. And the truth is, is that vision can change over time. So what you thought might be the case or what you wanted six months ago, 12 months ago, five years ago can be very different from what it is today. So it's really important on a regular basis to sit down and have planning days where you are mapping out your vision and what that looks like. And the thing is, is time ticks so quickly. Like we are already nearly at the end of 2020 and we have, you know, have you done a vision for 2021? Have you? Have you done a vision for, so for me, I did a vision, a five-year vision um, about two years ago. That five-year vision is now two years in. So you've got to revisit it and you've got to look at it. So what's my new five-year vision? Am I getting close to the five-year vision of where it was? So you've got to keep revisiting and you do have to have goals and vision for where you're heading. Otherwise, you will just be on the treadmill. And we don't want you to be on the treadmill. We want you to have a roadmap on where you are going and a compass on where you are going. So having a vision is so important if you want to scale your business. I think part of it is, is that we often start out and we think, oh, well, I just hope to replace my income. But we soon find that just by replacing our income, we're working longer hours, doing all the things, and we are busier than ever, probably for less money than when we were employed. So we want to be elevating out of that position. And the first step in doing that is actually having a vision. The second thing I think that holds people back from having that vision and that strong vision is the feeling of that they don't deserve it or they wouldn't be able to get there. So when you think about your goals and you write down your goals and you think, I'd love to make a million dollars a year. Let's just throw that figure out there, right? I'd love to make a million dollars a year, but then you think, oh no, well, that's not for me. I I don't deserve the million dollars a year or I couldn't be that successful. So we have all these roadblocks that we put in front of us. And it's so important in our leadership and our vision that we don't do that, that we actually just write down and create what we want. Because if we can't visualize it, we can't get there. You have to start learning about this vision. And in the Scalable Business Society, that's one of the things, the first things we do is I get you to visualize through a guided visualization what your life looks like in five years from now. Because if you can visualize it and then you can write it down and really learn what you actually want, then you've got a compass and you've got a visualization and you can 
you can see where you're going. You've got to be able to see where you're going. So it's so, so important to have those goals. Whether they are small or whether they are big, it does not matter, but you need to have those goals set in place. So that's number one in scaling your business. The second thing is, which sort of leads on from having that vision and similar to what I just said, is thinking big and being bold. It's hard to think big and be bold. It can be really challenging, especially when we have these limiting beliefs. So overcoming our limiting beliefs and challenging our mindset. Why do I think that? Why do I think that I deserve to be struggling all the time? Why do I think that I deserve to be in this life where it's hard or that it's difficult to attract the right clients that we I want, or it's difficult to get the right team members. So, you know, we have these mindsets. I know for me, I had a mindset for many, many years that there was no good people out there. And guess what? I was right, but not because it was a fact, but because I was then putting this energy out that there's no good people out there, that's what I was getting. I wasn't thinking big. I wasn't thinking I could have the best possible team members. I was thinking I didn't deserve the best possible team members. There was this limiting belief. And because I had that limiting belief and I was too scared to think big and too scared to be bold, then all I got was the dregs of team members. Whereas now I know that there's amazing people out there and I know that I can attract amazing people into my team and I think big and I'm bold about who I can attract and how they can, you know, work in the business and how they can provide service. And it works so well when you change your mindset because then you start being able to actually take action on the compass, on the map, and you can actually start to also attract those people, those those things that you want, those goals that you want. So thinking big and being bold and just questioning those limiting beliefs so that you can think big and be bold. So that's number two. Number three in scaling your business, which you've heard me talk about a lot before, is building your personal profile. So building your personal brand. Because people buy from people. People want you to service them. They don't buy from a business. And even if you service businesses, there is a person in that business who wants to do business with you. So your business, your profile, sorry, your brand is your business. So it's really important to build that profile. And we can't build that profile if we are sitting too scared to pop our head up from our business, or if we are so busy working in our business rather than on it, and we don't ever have time to show off our expertise online or at be out networking or whatever it might be. And it's, it is a, um, a lot of different things that you can do to build your profile and build your personal brand. And that is both online and out in person. So once you start building your brand and you stop being scared to put yourself out there, you are then able to show up as the expert in your industry and you're able to attract the right client and you're able to attract the right team members. And then you're able to scale more. 
because you can't scale on your own. You need team members, you need clients. So it's this combination of all of these things. So building your profile and your personal brand is absolutely essential to scaling your business. But I know so I know so well how difficult it can be. You don't know where to start. You don't know what content to put out there. You get scared about judgment of others. I'm a lawyer and believe me, being worried about what other lawyers think of me or what um, competitors think of me, I have been there and it is, it holds you back. And it is a space that you don't want to be holding for long. And I feel like in my own business, I held that space for way too long. And you know what? The only person holding me back from building my brand and building my profile was me and my mindset. My mindset of being worried that people were going to judge me, being worried of saying the wrong thing, or being worried about what content to put out there, or it's all been said before, or I'm not good enough to put it out. There's other people that know way more than me, you know, the old imposter syndrome. So we have to work on our mindset to get over all of that so that we can put out our personal brand show ourselves to the world and show them what we can do. Guess what? You know your stuff. You know your stuff. There is no reason that you shouldn't be sharing it. If you're not sharing it, you're not making impact. And that is what is important because when you make impact, you're helping people. There are people out there that need you. No matter what you do, no matter what you offer, someone needs you. And if you're hiding because you're too scared to put yourself out there, put your voice out there, you're too scared to push send on something or post on something, you know, question yourself what you're worried about. What are your fears? And really start working on that. Once you're able to overcome being too afraid to put content out there or not sure what content to put out there, that is when your business starts to explode because you're able to freely just be you and put stuff out and grow your business that way. So the next thing that I think has been key for me in scaling my business has definitely been establishing key advisors. A hundred percent, I would not be where I am now in my business if I hadn't had coaching or mentors or other people that I've been able to ask questions or look to. So these people come in all kinds of forms. So similar to what I'm offering in the Scalable Business Society, where you can look to me for coaching in that type of arena, I've also done things like I've been in mastermind groups, and I've learned so much because you learn off the coach in the mastermind group, but you also learn off the other people in the group as well, which is a very similar setup to what we've got in the Scalable business society. I've also had one-on-one mentors, which are incredibly important in your business over the years. um, I've had different ones for all sorts of different reasons and key elements in the business. So for example, I've had a leadership coach. I have had a voice coach. I have had a business coach. 
and I've had a branding coach. So I've had lots of different mentors and coaches that I've paid for over the years as well. And each of them have given me something that I've been able to leverage and use and they've advised and it's been incredible. The other thing that I have had as well as part of this advisory team is I've had other people in business who are friends or acquaintances and I've become friends with them and I've had them to ring or go to lunch with or take for a coffee and just ask questions to. So that's people who are maybe a few years ahead of you, definitely people who you respect and you admire and you can freely ask questions and get advice. Obviously, that advice is just from their experience, but you know, if you are looking to scale your business, you want to be having conversations and mingling and mixing with people who are ahead of where you are. Those things will 100% help you to scale your business. So establishing this key advisory network is so important. And over time, this key advisory network. The people in it might change. You might not have the same business coach forever or you might not be in the same online program forever and that's totally okay. As your needs change, those things need to change as well. So the fifth thing that 100% helps you scale your business, there is no doubt about it, is systems, processes and automation. You cannot do all the things on your own. You cannot. And you need to create systems, otherwise you are going to be stuck and you're not going to be able to grow your business any further. It's so important to have these systems in place. So a process or a system or an automation, that might be a tech thing that you implement in the business, or it might be a team thing that you implement in the business. So in my business, we have lots of uh, systems and processes that are, and automations that are both tech and team. So either way, the truth is you are only going to get so far without processes, systems, and automation. If you have to do something more than twice, or it's a repeated question, or it's a repeated problem, that needs to be automated. If there's a process issue that keeps coming up, like how do we do this? How do we deal with this? How do we deal with that? You must create a system around that and a process, and you need to create policies for your business. This is also what not only what makes your business scalable, but it actually gives you growth in your team and it gives you growth in what your business might be worth. It makes your business more saleable. There are so many benefits to automation and processes and systems, not to mention it frees up your time. Oh my goodness, frees up your time. If you are working a thousand billion hours in your business and you're doing repeated jobs, you need systems. You don't need to be doing that job over and over. You just need a process so that it can automate and happen by itself. So that is one of the things 100% you need to implement if you want to scale your business. How do you do that? Well, you join something like the Scalable Business Society where I can show you how to do that or you get someone into your business who can help you set up those processes, systems and automations for you, whether that be a team member who's really good at that type of thing or a consultant who comes in and helps you do it. 
The other thing you need to scale your business is the right people. You need a team. You cannot do this on your own. You will not be able to scale and free yourself up without having a team. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have a team on site. It doesn't necessarily mean that your team is um, like they're all employed by you. They might be contractors. They might be VAs overseas. They might be people who tune in and out. For example, when I do this podcast, I'm going to upload it to someone who's not in my office, but they're definitely part of my team to do this job. They, I upload it to them, and then from there, it's all automated. I don't touch it at all, at all past this point because I've automated this process. So all I have to do is show up, talk into this microphone, and then upload it, and it gets taken care of by my team. So that is what you want to be doing by hiring the right people, and you train them to do the job that you want them to do. You train them with processes, you train them with systems and automation, and everything just becomes so much easy and it's off out of your hands. So the right people, you definitely need them, and there are plenty of right people out there. There, I have got the most incredible team, and there are incredible people who are skilled, who are most often better than you, Everyone on my team is better than me at all the things that they do. I'm just great at the small items that I do. So it's really important to find the right people and train them so that they can take the work off your hands. That leads me to the last um, thing that helps you to scale your business, and that is working on your business rather than in your business. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is if you are in your business doing tasks like uploading stuff to online, like servicing clients, onboarding clients, worrying about um, ringing the, uh, having clients complain about bills or whatever it might be, if you're having to do all of that stuff, you're working in your business. You're not working on it. On it means scaling it, Uh, creating the systems to put in place and automating it. On it means creating a business that is scalable and is going to set you free, both in time and financially. So you need to work on your business rather than in it. If you have not read The E-Myth, you need to read The E-Myth. This is one of my favorite books in business. I read it when I was about 21 or 22. It's an oldie but a goodie. And it's about a lady who works in a pie shop and she's busy making the pies. She's making the mince for the pies. She's making the pastry. She's on the tools all day, every day. And she's wondering why the clients aren't coming. She makes the best pies ever, but she's not getting the clients in. Because she's not working on her business, she's working in it. She's so busy making the pies that she can't get the work in and work on her business. So that's why it's so important. And so if you read The E-Myth, this is a definite book that I would recommend to anyone who wants to scale their business. It's absolutely amazing. So let's revisit all of the things that you need to be doing in order to scale your business. You need really a really good vision and goals. 
You need to think big and you need to be bold, which also leads me into you needing to build a profile and your personal brand. That's tough, but you need to do that in order to scale. You also need to establish key advisors in your network. These are people like coaches, mastermind groups, uh, mentors, people in business that you admire, who are friends, who have been there and done that before you. All of those types of people. You also need to put processes and systems and automations in place. If you have to do a task more than once and it's a repetitive task, it needs a system. You shouldn't have to be putting out the same fire repeatedly in your business. It needs a system, a process, or an automation. The sixth thing is to scale your business is that you need a team and you need the right people on your team. And believe me, there are so many great people out there. The people out there, they want to do a good job for you. There are amazing people out there who pride themselves in their work. They can do the job better than you. And you want to be employing people who can do a job better than you. So everyone on my team, they're all better at their jobs than I am. 100%. And I'm not afraid to say it. I've employed people who are better than me at what they do in my business, which allows me to have the freedom that I want to have to do this podcast, to run a second business, to spend time with my family, to be on holiday, all the things that we want to be doing. And the seventh thing is to scale your business is to work on your business rather than in your business. If you are so busy working in your business, you are going to be on the hamster wheel. And we don't want you to be on the hamster wheel. We want you to be on a beautiful, wonderful journey that you absolutely love. So if you want to get off the hamster wheel and you want to scale your business so that you have more time and freedom, then maybe the scalability business society is for you. And I would love to see you in there. The doors are opening really soon. If you want to know more, all you have to do is uh, message me either on email or on Instagram or Facebook, and I will most certainly get back to you with all of the details. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I hope that you are 100% unstoppable this week, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by my personal brand, Freebies, which you can find at caroliefontanelli.com. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave me a review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Carolee Fontanelli. Until next time, remember, if you believe in yourself, you will be unstoppable. Unstoppable.